Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, it was nice. Uh, not nice, but you'd come home, I'd serve you, and uh, you'd go to work, and then I'd do whatever the, the hell I wanted. Uh, now, you're home all day with this <laughs> coronavirus. You want me to do everything for you? Breakfast, lunch, <laughs> dinner, dessert, wipe your ass every time you go to the restroom. <laughs> and I don't believe we figured out how much money I'm supposed to be paid for these extra, you know, services. So, uh, yeah, uh, go back to work. What is money? Uh, makes the world go round. How come I've never heard of it? Money? That's what I want. (laughs) You said you wanted appreciation and a little bit of respect. I can give you that. That's what I want. So for everybody else, this is Podcast 2187. This is episode 177, uh, which, of course, just makes me think of 1977, which is when this all started. So, therefore, this has to be a special episode because that's how it works, right? Thanks. In addition to Pringles, guys, we also have Mark, believe it or not. He's Spanish here. Spanish Pringles. I said C. <laughs> That's not how that works. Yes. You say C and then I'm Spanish. <laughs> it's it's like uh putting on a new outfit and becoming a new action figure. Is that so? Well yeah, it works for works for Star Wars. Well, at least it, it did for it did for the original trilogy and the uh, prequel trilogy. Not so much for the sequels, because they never really changed their clothes much, did they? Not not a much, no. I mean, Finn looks like Finn looks like Finn. Looks like Stormtrooper. <laughs> I mean, his hair developed a little, little bit for Rise of Skywalker. Did, did, you see, did you see the art book for him? Wait, 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 wait. Who is this? This Mark. Did, did you see the... Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Hi, <laughs> Did you see the uh, art of book? No, I'm gonna get it, but I haven't yet. So there's a jacket that one of the con one of the concept arts for Finn is he wears a jacket. It's gold. It's very similar to um um you know Luke Skywalker ceremonial at the end of uh, A New Hope. Yeah, I think I've seen some people talking about that on yes. Twitter. But also, it's got like a emblem on the back or a logo, so it's kind of like that gold lame looking jacket from uh drive, you know, that, uh, what's his mm. name? Who's it? Brian Gosling wears. Mm. And I would have loved to have seen Finn wear something like that. Something uniquely different. It would have been cool. I, I need to ask you before we really start getting into this episode, uh, what color is the shoe or what colors are the shoe? Uh, it was, oh boy. Um, teal, maybe. Is that right? Turquoise. The like the laces what, and the stripes, the or the shoe itself. Uh, mainly, people are saying it's either pink and white, or uh, gray and mint green are the main. Oh, two. it's not. It, it's not pink and white. It was gray, mint green. Oh, I'm glad you're right. <laughs> well, it means you and I. Uh, yeah, what, you and I are friends. But but what color did you see the dress as though? Because that was the that dress. Was the that, original was the gold dress. Yeah, it was either white and gold or blue and black. White and gold. See, okay, this is this is weird because it is most definitely a blue and black dress, but we see the shoe the same. So that Laurel or Yanny, which one? Who? The audio one. They said this this clip 
And people were, he said either Laurel or he said Yanny, depending on which one you heard. Uh, I don't remember either one. Oh, uh, because I was one of the weird people. I actually heard both. It's weird. Anyway, all right. Um, so, hey, everybody. Um, we are back. We weren't here last week. It was kind of a slow week anyway. And not going to lie, I actually hadn't even seen last week's episode of The Clone Wars yet at that time. Um, so there really wasn't a whole lot to be discussing. And I uh, uh, hope everybody had a good Easter holiday. That was the other thing. That was last weekend. Um, and, yeah, but we're back now. Uh, episode 177. And not only do we have last week's Clone Wars we can talk about a little bit that kind of wrapped up the Ahsoka um, Trace Rafe arc, kind of. Um, it Trace also, Rafe. Yeah. Um, it also, now we have part one for the Siege of Mandalore to discuss as well. Um, I think the first thing, though, is just some quick... There's not a, a ton of depth of discussion, especially in comparison to um, this, this past weekend's episode, but just overall, uh, what did you think about the conclusion of that storyline with Ahsoka and her new friends? I liked it. I, I liked that whole series. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think in... I don't know if we talked about this or not. In retrospective, and it's not really ruining anything, that probably should have led off the. Um, that probably should have led off this last season, that that four episode arc. Instead of that batch, you mean? Yeah, I think so. I I think you lead off with that, then you take a detour with you know the bad batch, and then you come back to Ahsoka because it's like, you know, Ahsoka's. I think, not spoiling so much, but Ahsoka's return is kind of supposed to be a big deal in um, these new clone work. The clone work. These <laughs> the the last eight Siege of Mandalore, based on how they kind of highlight her turning around and and right. seeing Anakin again. They, they, it's supposed to be like you as an audience, I think, in a way, haven't seen Ahsoka for a while. But well, we just it, saw four episodes of her. Yeah, no, I get that. It's interesting because at Celebration, at the Clone Wars panel, um, they showed some clips and stuff from the, the episodes, including clips from the Siege of Mandalore um, that we just saw. And a huge focus for everything that they showed us was on Ahsoka, like really really wasn't a ton about the bad batch there was some stuff but like you could tell the entire vibe of what they were trying to communicate is this is an ahsoka storyline that we're coming back to tell so i'm not surprised that they started with i mean i, I can see them coming back with the bad batch just to familiarize everybody again hey clone wars is back here's some clone stories um and then now we're going to reintroduce ahsoka as a ramp up to the big finale i, I think that's what they were going for I'm not even sure why we got the Bad Batch, to be honest. I mean, I would really, really like to see some other things again. I mean, just make it longer than 12 episodes or something. Because, I mean, I don't mind. I enjoyed the Bad Batch stuff. But uh, I really want to see it. We've talked about it before. The Cad Bane and Boba Fett thing. That'd be great. But uh, I don't see how. I don't see why you couldn't um, go into that. Because Clone Wars is very. Granted, the Clone Wars uh, the episodes that we've seen in the past. Uh, they can kind of go all over the place, but you could legitimately yeah. do that entire arc from the Clone Wars that didn't get finished—the Cad Bane Boba Fett arc—and you yeah. don't have to call it Clone Wars at all. You can call it Star Wars Bounty Hunters or, or Star yeah, Wars sure. Boba Fett, and you can have the same art style and everything. It's just not part of the Clone Wars, or just a Clone Wars anthology, or a Clone Wars story, or you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
But but I, I liked everything about that that four episode arc. I, I thought the story was great. I thought the characters were great. I did like the world building that they did. I always like when you get to see different things. That's one of the things you know Clone Wars has been so good about is just showing more. Um, you know, I liked seeing the creatures and the worlds and the planets and the different cities and towns and and yeah. all the little things like that. And so when you get more of that in any episode, I'm happy for it. So. I well, thought that arc was really good at that. And, and going off of that, too, I really liked how we got to dive literally down into the whole 1313 kind of thing of Coruscant. Even though they didn't spend a lot of time there, they didn't develop a lot as far as life down there, other than through the one character's eyes, pretty much. Um, it still is a link now, and we have that connection. We can now, it, like, it's like it opened it up, and we can now explore that more in camp. Oh, yeah. Yep. So that was pretty cool, too. Um yeah, and and, I, and Pikes, I mean, we've seen it before, but it was cool. Same again. It was, it was enjoyable. It was, to me, it was like standard Clone Wars, which is a very good thing. Now, having said that, moving past standard Clone Wars, which is a very good thing, into part one of the Siege of Mandalore. When it started, okay, and we have oh, that, that, that intro. <laughs> that intro. How awesome was that, right? That intro shook me up for a second. It was so, like the green original Lucasfilm. Uh, well, it wasn't green. Not, though, it, it was red, right? No, the Lucasfilm logo was green. Yeah, it was really? like the original. Yeah, the the Clone Wars again. logo was red, but oh man, I mean, it's what happens when you're watching at five something in the morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, it had the original. Uh, not even really a logo, just the, the green text for Lucasfilm Limited Production or whatever at the front. Um, the Clone Wars logo, which was red, which makes sense because we're getting back to the whole mall thing with this whole Mandalore stuff going on right now. Uh, and then the music, I mean, how cool was that? Music was great. Lots it was, yeah. I'm like, and it was like the classic Star Wars intro music. It wasn't the Clone Wars. I mean, I love the Clone Wars music, but it was so neat. It, it just felt like such a huge um, moment. You can tell from, from the beginning, things that people don't normally care about, such as a Lucasfilm logo. I mean, they put a lot of care into setting this up as essential Star Wars. That was green, damn it. <laughs> How did I miss that? I don't know. It's much easier to watch this while I talk to you because I can actually hear you higher than, uh, than that. I, I, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the combined uh, uh, four episodes. You know oh, how to yeah. do it. Yeah, I I would really 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 hope that this gets some sort. Even if it's just like a well, I say, even if it's like a limited time thing where some theaters have like special showings of the four combined or something like that. Yeah, um, I saw that some per- person was pushing for that, and I was like, ah, that's an idea that I had too. Because you know when they come back at a certain point, there's not going to be a ton of movies that are ready for being in the theater yeah speaking of which how are you doing with with coronavirus you know what just hit me are we allowed to to say that our that our dear friend has tested positive no no our former uh our former host you not you didn't know andrea is positive for coronavirus okay look i just said something to her yesterday and i i was not aware of that when did it? When? When did this happen? A couple, couple days ago. Really? Yeah. So she and and Blake, we've talked about quite a few times. Obviously, he's in lockdown. 
Unless she deleted it. Let me see. I'm looking now. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, strongly positive, I think it was. Yeah, she so, just said it looks like her case is very mild, uh, besides when she had a fever. Yeah, she fine. said if she hadn't already been tested, she would think that at this point it's just allergies. Huh. Well, and they just did a huge test, uh, or they're revealing the findings of a huge test here in L.A. County, uh, California. They, they did one in Santa Clara, California, uh, but they did one in L.A. County, and they're assuming that Based on the results so far, it looks like something from either 200,000 or 400,000 more people have had it or had it than, than they expected. Based on the amount of antibodies that they're finding uh, in these tests. So it, 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 it's looking like it may not be as um, what is it, deadly as they thought. Right. Not that it's not deadly. It's just not as deadly. The mortality rate is really low. I mean, obviously, that's that's a positive thing, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not out there protesting, uh, uh, begging to get back to work because I'm still working. But you know, I think there needs to there needs to be a there needs to be a really good balance between really talking about getting back to work and getting things started, but also being as safe as possible. Not, not what these, not what either side is. Not, you know, there's, there's sides that want to just stay home and bunker down for, God, until we get a vaccine, and there's the other side that's like, well, let's start it all up again now. It's like it's not gonna, it's not gonna be either one of those, you know. So I'm just now, um, uh, I don't want to get it too much into it because we tend to avoid this kind of thing overall. But I am now seeing that there is a trending hashtag on Twitter called Adam Driver is over party. Getting back to uh, <laughs> the actual show now. Um, let's see. We... The beginning. Let's start with the beginning. So, so looking at what we're seeing, we're obviously seeing. Um, we're seeing that that uh, who is it? Uh, oh man, what's her name? The girl that's on Felucia. I, uh, Ayla Sakura. Thank you. And you see Plukun on whatever that weird uh, weird planet is. <laughs> yeah. So, so you see that all the pieces are coming into play, right? You know, and, and, and then it's awesome when they're like, "We got to go." Grievous is attacking the capital. It's like, oh man, I, I'm really hoping that we get to see something lead up to that. And I think they even suggest that Shaq T's got it handled. Yes. Yeah, they did say that. Which you know, as you know from any what is it, any twelve of the different deleted scenes. She, yeah, she, she died like 28 different ways. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many ways she died, but... <laughs> Do you think we're going to see any bits and pieces of uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan pre-opening of Revenge of the Sith, or is that it? Are they, are they out of the show? Um, I'm, I hope so. I mean, if nothing else, I'd like to see them uh, like taking off, so to speak, in the uh, ships that lead into the beginning of Episode 3. Well, they're gone already. Oh, I see what you mean. It would it would be pretty cool to have whatever they're doing, um, be set to those taiko drums. Those yeah. Boom, boom. Oh yeah. Boom. And that's how it ends. You see them because then when it starts, they're going into battle. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. That'd be great. That would be great. Because that that opening that opening right now with with Anakin is pretty amazing. 
the most cinematic Clone Wars I've seen yet. Uh, that that whole opening. Well, let me just say, like, my overall opinion of this episode in the first place. Um, Is it any surprise? No, no. But I was gonna say, like, I feel like the one we were just talking about with the Ahsoka arc. What I was saying is that it was standard Clone Wars, which is a really good thing. Um, I feel like this first part of the season of Mandalore is like uh, one of the top moments of the Clone Wars, which is a like superior thing. Like it was like just fantastic in every possible way from the Lucasfilm text to the based on characters by George Lucas credits. Like oh, everything yeah. between those two was just like next level. Awesome. So, and, and like you're mentioning, with with uh, the way it started with Anakin and that whole opening scene, that was so cool because seeing Anakin and Obi Wan back like they were um, at their primes, like with their their interactions, felt authentic to the show and the relationship that we've known for so long, all these years. Uh, the, the way, just the way Anakin acted was, yeah, like, that's him. <laughs> Still hasn't changed, you know. Which is the point that everybody kept saying that nobody's changed yet. Um. And uh, the the whole reunion thing with the uh, the, the clones getting Ahsoka's uh, like face paint. What, what do you want to call that on their helmets? Yeah, yeah, like her insignia, kind of. Yeah, though, even though it's really like just the coloring of her. It probably face paint, but they're also giving the color of her skin too. I don't yeah. Know. No, well, no, I, now I, you're making me question it. <laughs> well, I'm like, because what would you call it, like for just for the clones for them to to create a look on their helmets what do you call that because that's what i can't think of like her it's a tattoo isn't it kind of oh for her yeah but i just mean the clones in general when they do something like that like like rex when he has the j guys like what do you call that ah man i don't know anyway when they do that it's i I mean obviously it's an it's an honor you know you're you're honoring your commander right and it's, just, it's one of those things where it's like, I know it's one of those you have to wait for the next week, but as soon as it's done, and I'm thankful it was longer than normal. It, it yeah, was a longer it was. episode than normal. And that was, that was great. <laughs> Very happy about that. Uh, it was probably an extra, what, five ish minutes? Yeah, or so. it was about five minutes. Do we know how long this next episode is going to be? Uh, I don't know. I can try to find out. Because I saw, I saw the synopsis for the last two episodes, and it mixes it up a little bit. More than what I expected. You see the synopsis for the last two episodes? Uh, no, I did not. Do you, spoilers, do we talk about it? Sure. Uh, so it looks like Order 66 haps, happens in episode three. Uh-huh. And the ramifications of that happens in episode four. That's what I'm saying. And the other thing that kind of confuses me, because I... I minimally listened to the beginning on audiobook, the beginning of um, Ahsoka. I checked it out from the library as an audiobook, and I didn't finish it before it ran out. But um, the Clone Wars, Dave Floney's Clone Wars, it changed some stuff that they put in the canon already. Oh, yeah. I saw Matt Martin was talking about that today. Yeah, she didn't have blue lightsabers in, in a book. Right. She never got blue lightsabers. It's always the green one or whatever. Right. Well, I also saw somewhere that um, uh, George Lucas has seen 
uh, this whole thing, and he liked it, like approved of it, so to speak, and was happy with it. Well, for a second, they almost make it seem like green is supposed to be um, your Padawan color, and that you graduate to blue. You know what I mean? But obviously, we know that's not true with Luke Skywalker. Well, Yoda and Qui Gon and all that. Yeah, I feel well, like Qui Gon's um, just purple. He's he decided to be different, but no, Qui Gon, not Mace. Sorry, yes. <laughs> no, I, um, I was say I feel like um, the entire point of when uh, Anakin gave this and he said I, like they're good as new, maybe even better. I I just got the vibe that he was like, there's a little bit of me in them now because they're blue lightsabers like mine. I would have liked to have seen his. I, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day, but I would have liked to have seen Anakin's early lightsaber be green. That'd be cool. And that he has green up until he gets the Skywalker lightsaber. And that's the first blue lightsaber he has. And then he keeps that lightsaber until... Just like a reverse of Luke? Yeah, a little bit. Obviously, Luke never goes red, but still. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in some EU book somewhere it does. Probably. So, um, I also, I've been seeing a lot of, this is kind of random, but I've been seeing a lot of people on YouTube doing videos of them watching Star Wars for the first time. Um, because they are like, you know, now, <clears throat> now's a good time to watch them because they're all out. <laughs> so they're watching them doing reactions to them. And it's really interesting seeing how, they, how these people react because like some of them know more than others. Some people are like, yes, I knew Vader is Luke's father. Um, some people didn't know that. Some people are seriously like, now, there, there's a. I know Skywalker is a character, but I've heard Luke and I've heard Anakin. I don't know which one's correct, <laughs> like which one's the, the Skywalker name. So we'll watch this and find out. Like they don't know anything. So it's been really interesting. But by uh, overall, I'd say people generally have really liked them and actually been really excited to watch the next ones and have been surprised by how much they got into them, which is interesting because like you, there's so much. Like these movies are huge, and everybody knows it. Even if you haven't seen them, you know how huge it is. So to be oh, surprised yeah. that you like it as much as you then did is interesting to me. Like if there's a movie that's just as ginormous as the Star Wars movies I haven't seen, I would expect to like them at least a little bit. Maybe what do you want? What are you watching? Uh, I mean, you may be very similar to me, and your life hasn't changed much at all. <laughs> uh, but. Anything that you've watched differently than, uh, you know? Like, what do you mean? I don't know. What are you focusing on right now? Just in life or entertainment or something? Yeah. Oh. In your downtimes that, that you know, something. Like, for me, I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still working every day except for today. <laughs> today, <laughs> was a, today was a day I called out. Uh, uh, yeah, I got up. I went to, I got in the car and I'm like, oh, my vest. I forgot my vest. Oh, my beanie. I forgot my beanie because I like to put my beanie on sometimes because they don't get mad if I have my earpiece in uh, and I'm just <laughs> listening to music or yeah, I'm like, whatever I'm going to go. So I drove all the way to work and I get to work and I'm like, my glasses. Where are my glasses? And I didn't bring my glasses. Like, you know what? Hell with it. So I just pulled my phone up. I'm like, call out. And I drove home and went back to bed. And I was like, this this is not a good start of my day when all these things, you know, I was already like kissing my wife goodbye. I'm like, bye, honey. They're all sleeping. Everyone's enjoying it. And I'm like, let me, let me go to work. And the, this is the first day that we're required to wear a mask all the time when we're in, 
you know, oh, public yeah. view. Right. Uh, I just went home. So nice little day off. I, I've been watching. Uh, I'm watching Westworld, trying to catch up on Westworld. I'm watching Billions also on Showtime. Uh, right. I've been watching that. I don't know what else. I just got four uh, Blu-rays that a Warner Archive sale. Nice. So it's uh, it was four for forty four dollars. Okay. So I bought Joe versus the Volcano, which is uh, one of my favorite movies. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Uh, I got um, Valley of the Guanji. Are you familiar with that movie? No. Ray Harryhausen. Um, it's a group goes down into Mexico, and there's dinosaurs that they come across. <laughs> okay. So it's like cowboys and dinosaurs kind of deal. <laughs> okay. And I got uh, House of Dracula, and I'm looking yeah. forward to watching that one, which is uh, otherwise known to our UK friends as Dracula. It's the first Hammer Dracula horror film. It's got Christopher Lee, Count Dooku, mm-hmm. uh, as Dracula, and it has um, uh, Peter Cushing, Graham of Tarkin, as Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. And the last one that I got that you and I had kind of talked about earlier was I got the Seahawk. And the Seahawk is Errol Flynn. Um, music by uh, was it Eric von Korngold? Is it Von? Sure. You know who Eric Korngold is? Yeah, uh, distantly. Distantly. Yeah. Uh, some of my like this was one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Uh, the Seahawk, and okay. I had never seen the movie, but I, mean, I listened to. Yeah, I mean, same thing with same thing with uh, um, uh, Dracula, House of Dracula uh, by James Bernard. I love the music, but I still haven't seen the movie, so I'm excited to watch it. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the very first Dracula movie ever, but I do own some of the other ones. Um, so so Korngold's the same way. He, you know, his Seahawk is probably one of my easily one of my favorite scores of all time. Um, Korngold did it. He is very instrumental in what John Williams did. John Williams really considers him to be sort of like the grandfather or the dad of John Williams as far as he had the most influence as far as light motifs and all that. Right. Um, and this is where I bring it around to what you and I talked about pre-show, Tim, is that Korn also did the music for? Is he the one who did the music for King's Row? There you go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we were talking about that before because um, – Initially, this started because you and I were talking about just music in general um, and like lawsuits that have happened from one band doing a, a famous song that was supposedly copying a, a previous famous song and all this kind of stuff. Like the, I think the one that really started the conversation was Nirvana, Smells Like Teen, Teen Spirit, and Boston's More Than a Feeling, the riffs. There was a lawsuit over that. Um, so that just kind of got into the whole conversation, which led us to this, which is, um, as some of you may know, but the main theme for star wars was partly inspired by the theme from king's row which is yep. a movie from the 40s that had didn't wasn't ronald reagan in that oh was he let me see reagan king's row i, I want to say he was he might have been let's see uh yep yeah king's row is a 1942 film starring and Sheridan, Robert Cummings, and Ronald Reagan that tells the story of a young or of young people growing up in a small American town at the turn of the twentieth century. But I'm sorry, it's Eric Wolfgang uh Korngold, not Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah, Wolfgang. 
but uh, yeah, he's he's a good, yeah, so good, so good. And yeah, if you if you listen to the music for that, you can tell. I mean, it's obviously not the same thing, but you can tell where the inspiration came from. Well, I'd really love, you know, I don't think we'll ever get it, but I would love to get to see or uh, have a specific, how do you describe it? So so there was a temp track for Star Wars that John Williams worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, and these were all classic musical pieces that, uh, that George Lucas gave him. And to try and, you know, work this, this is what I kind of feel for it. And so Lucas came up with his own, his own music. And some of those songs have came out, some of those tracks have came out, but not the whole thing or how it was edited. Same thing with, you know, Last Jedi. Now, Last Jedi is obviously not one of my favorite uh, John Williams works for Star Wars, but there was a temp track that, you know, uh, uh, Ryan Johnson put together of John Williams' Star Wars music to sort of guide him into what he was looking for. I would love to hear that temp track. Uh, um, I think we kind of do when we listen to the soundtrack. We kind of do. We, we kind of do. I didn't want to get that much into it, but yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I like, I mean, there isn't a Star Wars score that I don't think is amazing, but of all nine, I, I feel like episode eight musically is the most derived from other ones. Kind of, Return of the Jedi had a similar kind of thing. Uh, where they were both very derived from previous works. I get it, but the ones, the things, the things about the things about Return of the Jedi that I think make it work for it is, it's appropriate where it's placed. So to have a greatest hits for the Cell Barge Assault and have a greatest hits for the Death Star Assault mm-hmm. is like okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. To me, it makes sense. You know, maybe it's because I'm looking at looking at it through sort of nostalgia glasses or whatever but uh i I think it's fine and i and i had listened not too long ago to uh last night my my google play kept deciding that that's what i wanted to hear all day and so every (laughs) time every time it came on i was like really google this is what you're giving me but i don't have any issues with it it's just my least favorite right keyword being favorite is just the least of them but it is still a favorite right yep yep absolutely that's kind of how I feel about the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Some people know that that's my bottom. As far as movies or music? No, movies. Movies, movies. Okay. As far as movies, that is my number ninth, or number ninth? What the crap? It is my ninth placed Star Wars movie, which means it is my least favorite of them, but I will still watch it over almost any oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> like, it's, it's still amazing. It's just my personally the one i find the least enjoyment of even though there's still a huge enjoyment so i and same thing with the all the all the music for him well that's you know and, and to bring it back that's the same kind of thing with clone wars you know I, people were complaining about you know the bad batch or people were complaining about you know people don't want to complain about anything but to be honest we're getting Clone Wars again. And so oh, yeah. even if even if this stuff is not up to the level so far of what the Siege of Mandalore is, it's all like icing on the cake. Oh, we're, absolutely. Getting, we're, we're getting the cake now. You know, and for all those people um, that wanted, you know, and there's still people out there who are like, I want everything at once. You'd be done. If we got all, you know, 12 episodes of you know, the Clone Wars, you'd be done in a day or two, if that. Yeah. And plus, now, the, the show was never meant to be seen that way. 
No, and, and I don't think most shows are meant to be seen that way. I, I don't have a problem with binging to catch up. Right. But I think binging for the sake of binging, you know, or if there's if it's already out there and you want to take it at your pace, that's fine. But to release a whole new thing and then you know, the conversation happens this weekend, otherwise you're done. Right. And that never makes much sense to me. I, I like the part fact of the reason that I actually never saw Stranger Things. Like I'm interested in it, but when it came out, by the time that it was everybody was talking about it, I'm like, well, I'm way too behind to start now. So I have to save that for a time when I have you know loads of time. Like if there's a global pandemic and you can catch up on shows, you know, and I'm totally not doing that right now, um, <laughs> then it, that would be a time. You know what I mean? Like I just did you hear? Into it. Did you hear? There's a there's a global pandemic. There is. Yeah, time to catch up on shows. <laughs> you were asking me before if I've been doing, and I haven't really. I my schedules stayed pretty much the same, yeah. largely. Um, and if I ever, I don't really have a lot of downtime, but when I do, uh, I've uh, <laughs> I've spent some of it trying to be somewhat creative. I just recently, and I mean like a couple weeks ago, um, got figured got all the software and everything. I've been spending years on this. And I finally got it set up to where I have a uh, MIDI keyboard plugged into my computer and I can actually make legit orchestrations on my computer now. Oh, nice. Very cool. So that Well, now I just need the talent. But I have it set up now and it's taking me so long. It's like, for example, that. I've been doing something. I made like two different uh, trailer, you know, 30-second audio clips, stuff like that. So if I have downtime recently, that's the type of thing I've been doing. Um, I just have not really, other than Clone Wars, I haven't really been keeping up with any shows. Oh, wow. See, I watch, granted, it's on, it's on like my phone or a tablet, but I tend to like, I still, I still like to cook and I like to cook because it relaxes me a little bit. Yeah. Um, my wife's cooking more because my wife is furloughed. Normally, she used to get home at like, you know, six or seven in the evening. So when I got right. home off of work, I'd be the one that cooked. You guys have listened to the show long enough. You know, <laughs> I, you know I cook. I haven't cooked lately. It's true. She's out, she's out there right now making chicken cordon bleu, and I'm in here going, all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've watched a few. I've, I've watched quite a few shows. And then yesterday, my my like I said, my life hasn't changed that much. I'm still going to school. I, you know, obviously for all of you that listen to the show, you know that I went back to college. Uh, right now, I'm taking uh, math and science at the same time, and it's killing me. Um, <laughs> but my my schedule is pretty much Mondays I, I podcast, so it's kind of like my relaxing day. Uh -huh. Tuesdays I get home. It's it's kind of my Friday because I have Wednesday off, so I don't really I don't really do much Tuesday nights. But Wednesday I start doing my homework. Thursday, I start doing homework. Friday, I do homework. Saturday, homework. Sunday, homework. And then it's Monday, Tuesdays without homework. So my life hasn't changed. I just try and fit shows in the middle of that. You know, yesterday was yesterday was new movie day. I watched yesterday on uh, HBO. And oh uh, yeah, I've it, seen that. It was really good until the end. What about the end? I'm trying to remember. I, I remember really enjoying it. I don't remember the end specifically. What was it that you didn't like? When he's just like, yeah, I didn't write any of this stuff, and uh, it's from these guys, and um, that's it. And he goes, I guess he goes and becomes a teacher again, or he never was a teacher in the first place. Yeah, that so sounds it was, familiar. Yeah, it's really kind of hard to tell. In you know, these, I just I remember enjoying it. You know, it was really good, and I didn't really hate that ending. But once you start thinking about it, it breaks down. 
Well, I mean, the whole concept doesn't work. Well, sure. <laughs> the, the whole concept definitely breaks down. Once you start going, well, who would give a crap if he said that, you know, these people aren't asking for money or anything. In fact, they can't even find them. And if you did find them, they'd be like, I never wrote any music. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Well, he found one so, of them. Yeah. And he was like a sailor. Someone's a sailor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a lighthouse or something. <laughs> right. So it's like, it's not going to be good. He's not going to be like, I wrote it. Yeah. But it was well, good. And then I watched, what else I watched? Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw again. I've seen that before. And something else. I don't remember. Well, I used to be really, really following TV shows. Like I had at least one a day that was like live on a network uh, show or something. Um, sometimes more than one a day. And it'd be like, you know, okay, uh, Thursday, it's The Mentalist Day. You know, still, I used to watch all these kinds of shows. 24, The Mentalist, Numbers, Criminal Minds, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it got to be a lot. And I enjoyed a lot of the series. They were good and they're fun. Um, the Mentalist particularly, I don't know why. Just something about the, the vibe of it was just kind of a little more lighthearted, a little bit more fun. And I enjoyed that one a, a ton. Uh, but... I don't know if it just said it got to be too much or what, but after a while, I just really slowed down on TV shows. I don't really watch any TV shows that are that are other than uh, Breaking Bad. I'm sorry, Better Call Saul. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, the Walking Dead. Were you you're into that, right? No, nah, I stop. I, I get into uh, it and I stop. Uh, Curse of, Curse of Oak Island. I I watched that that damn show. Um, and I think that's about it. Otherwise, it's all Netflix, you know, shows that I can kind of watch at my own my own speed. I mean, yeah, like I I, I was <laughs> when Disney Plus came out, I'm like, great, we'll start with The Mandalorian, that'll be cool. But there's so many other things I want to watch, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. The World According to Jeff Goldblum, I thought that was gonna be you I know, never, so I much fun. I watched one, but that's literally other than The Mandalorian and Clone Wars, one episode of that is the only other thing. What do you think? What do you think of that uh, Mandalorian eight-part episode? The eight-part uh, behind-the-scenes making of. <clears throat> it's now the time to tell you that I'm I I uh, uh, what? Okay, so Disney, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Disney Plus announced starting in May there's going to be an eight-week. Eight oh part. yeah yeah yeah. No, I did hear about that. I thought you meant something that was already out. That's why I'm like, wait, what? No, no, not yet. Okay, yeah, I did hear about that. Yes. I think that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. It's something. They've got nothing else going on. Well, speaking of Disney Plus, though, uh, might as well, this is a decent enough segue. Um, we're going to be using it soon-ish in a few weeks. For a you few hope. weeks. You may have to do it without me. Uh, I do hope. <laughs> that's like yeah. the, the point. <laughs> I know. Um. We're going to try <laughs> to do it. We've been talking about it for a little while. Um, uh, after So the Clone Wars uh, series finale is going to be released on Monday, May 4th. Um, it's remaining on Fridays until then. Um, and then the actual finale will be on the 4th. Uh, after that point, um, we don't have the exact wait, wait, start so date. Friday, then on Monday? Yeah, it's just going to be like over the weekend. We'll get two episodes. Oh, nice. Cause we, so we had the one um, on the 17th. It's a four-part, so part two on the 24th, part three on May 1st, and then part four finale on May 4th. So. 
yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> the sooner the better. Um, but anyway, so after that point, um, again, Mark and I have been talking about this for a little while, and we're actually going to do it now, um, hopefully, where we are going to be over the summer, um, we're going to be watch, doing like a series where we watch the online Star Wars movies one at a time. Don't worry. Um, and we are going to have a guest on, and it's going to basically be a commentary with the three of us discussing that movie. Um, we already have a few different people lined up for certain movies, and I am psyched for it because these are some quality guests. Um, some have been on the show before, some not. Uh, but there are some quality people, and I'm excited about not only watching these movies with these people, but also getting to talk about it. And uh, I'm excited that all of you guys will get to hear it. So that will be something fun to look forward to. One thing we haven't figured out yet we have a direction we're leaning toward, but we haven't figured it out for sure, is the order to watch them. Um, if you do it by, uh, we're pretty much considering either release date uh, order or just one to nine uh, story order. So we'll see. If anybody has any strong preferences, let me know. Because again, we're kind of leaning toward one of those, but uh, just let me know. And that's hopefully something that we'll be doing here in not too long. Uh, as far ready. as you're not ready? I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to have to be on my game. <laughs> well, and, and what's cool about it, too, is obviously, again, we're, we're going to uh, try to use Disney Plus so that we will all, everybody will be on the same page. And you know, we'll say, you know, click and play now or whatever. Um, and then anybody else who wants to participate, you can just, you know, hop on Disney Plus, hit play at the same time we do. And it's like watching the movie with us and, and our guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we, you know, we all have different uh, backgrounds, of course, to be discussing things, uh, whether that's like the technical making of side of things, which is a little bit more where I tend to fall. Um, we can also have, again, certain guests will know different things about the lore, the novels that tie into this or whatever else. Uh, and then, Mark, you have your own expertise, which what would you say you're going to bring to this? Um, not that funny voices. <laughs> Hey, I'll take that. That's that's gonna be good. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring. Uh, depending on the. Sh- well, you know what? I'm gonna bring a been there feel to it. Let, yeah, let me speak. Yeah. Let me speak to you. What the fandom was like in the days when there was no fandom. Right. That may be what I bring to it. I don't know. Because the the best I can do is in the days before the prequels. I cannot really provide any. Um, OT knowledge at the time. But I can get you when those were the only three Star Wars movies. I can tell you what that was like. Yeah, no, I, I, can, I can do it to when there was only one Star Wars movie. I can vaguely remember when there was no Star Wars movies. Vaguely. Yeah, I don't but, have that. <laughs> more, but more often I, I know, okay, like I've said before, my transition, like my first, like, I, I really remember. Um, Star Wars, the first one was I think late 79, early 1980. There was a re release uh, uh-huh. for A New Hope and it had a trailer for Empire. That was the first time I really remember seeing A New Hope, though I do have flashes and visions of seeing it before. Uh-huh. Um, and we did, I did go with my parents to see it before the drive in, and, and I only remember the scene with uh. With the storm, the, the stormtroopers on Tatooine. 
Yeah. That's a, that's the only thing I can visually put with like being on top of a, it was one of those trucks that have a camper shell on top. Yeah. And so if you, if you lay on top of the, of the cab of the truck, you're basically laying in a bed above the truck. Yeah. I remember watching star Wars, a new hope and a drive in from there. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that, that I have visuals of it, but I don't remember anything other than like flashes. And, but I do remember my mom taking me to see empire and empire, empire strikes back, but make, taking me to see, Star Wars a few years later, and then the trailer for Empire, and then obviously I remember seeing Empire, uh, Return of the Jedi. I remember what it was like, you know, buying toys. My my mom sent me a bunch of pictures from various Christmases of me opening Star Wars stuff. So one of these days I'll I'll take pictures of that and upload it. But so yeah, because again, the best I can do is just that Star Wars was just a trilogy, and that was it. If you said Star Wars, you meant one of just the three movies. No shows, um, not really a ton of books. I remember when those were starting to kind of hit with the the Zahn trilogy really hit, uh, <laughs> um, because like I uh, uh, had some family who were big into that before I was really caring. Uh, but I just like the movies. But um, that was about it. It was just yeah, these three movies, um, which was a set beginning, middle, end, and then there was a period, and that was it. See, I also I also remember that the first broadcast premiere of star wars was on this thing called on tv now on tv it was on and then tv it it was uh, basically a precursor to cable mm-hmm. and so it was just a switch it was a box that said on i have a picture of it you can see it underneath my tv but it says on and you flip the switch and it was movies and and all these different things on it and so they got the rights to play Star Wars. And I remember we paid like 40 bucks to watch Star Wars in your home. And we invited the block over and we had this giant, you know, rumpus room where everybody could come in and watch it. And we had the stereo system hooked up to the television so you could hear Star Wars blast in this giant room. But the TV was probably only like 20 something inches. <laughs> so you've got like the sound and like, 20 people in, in my living room essentially right. watching Star Wars on this tiny TV and it wasn't even out on VHS yet. VHS didn't exist at that point. Right. So it was pretty cool. You know, those are the type of things that I remember. So, you know, was it, long, what? Was it uh, a beta days then? No, there's no beta yet. No beta yet either? Nope. No beta yet either. Okay. Strictly, strictly. I mean, beta may have been floating around for those people who were, uh, you know, who had a decent amount of money. But right, um, the first it wasn't commonplace for sure. No, it wasn't. In, in, in the first, like the first VHS store or the first movie store that I remember popping up, happened right before Temple of Doom. Um, Indiana Jones or Raiders of the Lost Ark had just come out in VHS. It had a uh, preview for um, Temple of Doom on it, and it wasn't even a it didn't even show any scenes really from that. But most people would actually they had to rent the VCR. They you know VCRs were so expensive, so you would rent the VCR from the place, and you'd rent videotapes to watch things. So it was interesting. It was an interesting time. So you're saying all this stuff is making me think back to. Um, most of our listeners will remember this too. Maybe not Noah. Um, but, 
but just you know how much fun it was to go to something like uh blockbuster oh know? god yeah like like well, a friday like, friday going to blockbuster and just picking what you watch about that blockbuster, night. the thing about blockbuster you, you'd spend an hour maybe two hours in there finding three or four movies to rent and right. damn it you watch those movies for the most part Oh yeah, <laughs> like you spent the time finding it. You're gonna watch them. Yeah, you didn't get five minutes into it and go, uh, and you go watch something else like on Netflix. Right. You didn't have these, you know, eight million partially watched movies that you just no, don't want it, don't want it, don't want it. You sat through the movie to watch it because you just spent three bucks, four bucks to rent it. You yeah. watched it. You you committed to the experience, which is why it was important yes. also picking what you wanted to see. It was in in. A lot of times you got movies that may not start the strongest, but man, you love these movies. Yeah. So yeah, those days are long gone, sadly. We have such limited, um, what's it called? Uh, attention spans that, you know, those type of days just don't exist with, with the internet. Well, it's just we as a society are starting to really, really deepen the divide between convenience and experience. You know, yes. so like looking at like lines for theaters, you know, the experience I had for waiting for rough about 10 hours in line to see The Force Awakens was legendary and something I'll hold on to forever. Uh, nowadays, we have reserved seating and I don't need to do that anymore, which is way more convenient and I enjoy it. Uh, but it also makes the experience that I had a little bit more special and I'm happy I was able to have it um, for Force Awakens, you know, and like this, you know, it is obviously way more convenient to stay in your home, turn on your TV and pretty much pick whatever movie you want to watch. But the experience that we were just talking about with this, like that, that was something special we have, you know, like there's, there's a huge divide these days between the two. But see, it's gone back around now, especially with the coronavirus and that now people actually have to wait in line. You have to wait in line to get into a supermarket. You know, you have to wait in line to get into a home Depot. Uh, I don't know about your area, but my area, you know, we've started limiting Oh yeah, you know so so Costco, Sam's Club, all, all that. I, it, it was funny because my wife is my wife is a healthcare worker, so they have uh, special hours um, for healthcare workers at Sam's Club on Sundays. So we went in there yesterday. You know, we went and went the first two hours. You don't have to wait in line, but there was this giant arg. There's a huge line going to one side, huge line going to another. And there's people in the middle arguing about whether they should get in first or not. And my wife and I like walked up and said, "You know what? This is this is not worth it. Let's let's leave." We went and walked the dog. Came back, you know, about an hour later. Still got an early. Still got what we needed. But you know, people still complain about lines. They're just, they're not used to the lines like we are used to lines. Yeah. I mean, the, I don't know. There was again, there was a time where pretty much anything that was worth doing or seeing or getting or whatever. Like a line was a part of the process. Well, yeah. I mean, you didn't even wait in line for celebration, did you? Uh, not really. I mean, not like you, they used to, for sure. You just have to wait overnight. Now you don't have to. I know. You and just... and that, yeah, we talked about that because I was looking forward yeah. to that. The, so, the Chicago celebration was pretty much the first one where they were yep. getting rid of the lines. And I was looking forward to the experience of just basically hanging out with some people during that time, maybe getting. JJ or Ryan Johnson, you know, the, the stories about them going to these lines and free pizza, all this kind of stuff. I was really looking forward to that. And the lottery happened and, you know. Uh... And there was no line. Yeah. Yep. I still had a great time, but I, I, I yeah. 
Lions are a thing in the past, except now they're back. Well, and we have uh, San Diego Comic Con was officially canceled, canceled for this year. And they haven't canceled celebration, have they? Not yet. I think everybody is expecting it, but they haven't done it yet. Probably because it's just still far out enough that it's a little too early to do it, I would think. Well, it's like uh, it's like the one movie that hasn't been canceled this summer is Tenant by uh, by uh, Christopher Nolan. It's still coming out late July, I think. And everyone's like, well, when's it going to get canceled? It's the only movie. But <laughs> it may not. Who, who knows? I, hey, I think Georgia... If people are allowed to go to the theater, imagine the box office sales for that movie. Oh, I'll go. I'll absolutely go. Yeah, I would. I mean, I want to see the movie anyway, but even if I didn't, I'd still go (laughs) if they allow us, you know, just to go see a movie. I went less than a week before they shut down the theaters. I I was in there uh, watching movies on, I think they shut, they started shutting down like stuff Friday, maybe uh, in my area. I went on a Wednesday. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, it, it was, you look and, and people already decided they weren't going to movies as it was. Yeah. And I think AMC had already said that they were limiting, you know, uh, they were limiting people to 50% of capacity and they were limiting people to being able to sit next to each other, uh, which is kind of cool. And, and the last two movies I saw in the theater right now, I, I saw in, Invisible Man and Invisible Man. I saw it two times. That's, that's <laughs> it. One week and then the next week. So I I, I do want to go to the movies again. I, that's the one thing I missed the most because that was kind of my, especially with school, that was my like decompression, you know? Yeah. Two, hour, two hours and then just kind of veg and watch something. So I'd like to be able to see Tenant or even Clone Wars if they happen to put the four movies together. Or get people to go back to the theaters by showing them, you know, the Star Wars films again, or, or Lord of the Rings, or, or show classic films to bring people back. I don't understand. You know, give me Infinity War and Endgame in in a one, you know, like one ticket price. Oh, for like for like ten bucks back to back, I'll watch it. I'll go there right now. Oh, absolutely. I would do that. I would too. go there right now with a mask and watch it. <laughs> You know, I, I just, like, I hope we get to get these cool experiences. Again, we're talking about all these experiences and stuff. That'd be something nice. You know, like you said, 10 bucks, see both of those in the theaters again. That'd be cool. You know, yeah, uh, 20, 20 bucks and have all three of the sequel trilogy movies back to back. I'd do that, you know? Oh, easily. I just spent, I just spent uh, $200 on, uh, on all the movies, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, go, I'll go pay for Imagine it. Imagine doing something like that. Sheesh. No, okay, money bags. Yeah, right. Right. You'd have to be like a moron to actually pay all that money for something like that. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Well, the people that are actually out working, you know, <laughs> we, we need something to do. Wait, what do you mean we? Are you throwing me into this? Well, you work. You're still working. Yeah, and I kind of got the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. Which speaking of, as I guess kind of a wrap up, um, I I wanted to mention real quick, kind of get some advice, and I, I should get advice from Hawes as well on this, but he's not here, so I'll just go, stick straight to you. Um, I am, yeah, I am still uh, I am still working and I'm still going to work, but my schedule is different and it is um, lighter. I do have work from home as well, like teleworking. I kind of have a balance with it right now. Um, so because of all that, I just decided a few days ago, I'm like, you know, I 
never in my life have gone more than like like absolute maximum is like a week maybe uh without shaving oh maximum is a week so i was like you know what <laughs> i'm not seeing anybody now's as good as time as any just to just stop caring and just see what happens right so that's what i've done and it's not there's not a ton there yet because this was just a few days ago but it stuff's happening and my face feels incredibly stiff so what do i do <laughs> oh with the with the partial beard yeah, it's 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 not like there's not a ton there yet, but there's there's enough. You, that it's, you have to go through it. You have to go through it. It gets better on the other side. Yeah, oh god, yes. Oh yeah, it gets so much better. But you just uh, have to go through. You have to go through the harshness to get to the 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 good stuff. All right, because yeah, right right now there's like a thousand tiny strands of copper. I know, and it probably itches. A little bit. It's actually not. So my my neck, like that's where the itching really is, and, and I had to get rid of that part actually. Um, so that's, that's normal. Uh, cause my neck goes like crazy itching, but, uh, the rest of it though, is like actual face, you know, chin, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I haven't messed with it yet and it, it is, it's not as bad as far as like the, the itching stuff goes, but yeah. All right. Hold on. I have to, hold on. Let me see something. Like this. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, is this real one? Did they did they just give a new date for the Flash today? Oh, I don't know. Let me see. I just don't feel like you can give like a new date to the Flash when all your other dates for the Flash have never really mattered. It's according to like June second, two thousand twenty-two. It's like when they keep giving new dates for Indiana Jones five. It's like, come on, right? Are you really going to keep this date this time? Don't act like the coronavirus made you change the date. You know, I did hear uh, either yesterday or today that a bunch of DC movies got their new dates. Yeah, um, I think that's what it is. There was like Black Adam. Seriously, that movie has been around longer than any of them. That with the rock attached, I think it's been a good yeah, 10 years a, maybe. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's like, don't, don't act like suddenly, you know, this has changed anything. All right, so according to this, The Flash will be released. This is Den of Geek. The Flash will now be released on June 3rd, 2022. Uh, the Batman is moving from June of 2022 to October 1st of the same year. Shazam 2 is from April to November of the same year. And Wonder Woman 1984 uh, is, as of now, going to be August of this year. I do want to watch that. Oh yeah, well I'm for sure. Like to me, uh, not to get into the whole Marvel versus DC thing, but to me, hands down, no questions asked, the Wonder Woman movie is so far the best thing to come out of DC's current slate of films. Oh God, no, nope. What's better? Uh, you really want to know? Yeah. Batman versus Superman extended no! cut. No. Extended cut. No. Yep. I don't yeah, care. I just, I'm about to watch. It's five dollars. It's no, it's seven dollars right now at the Walmart uh, Blu-ray bin. Um, it is so worth it. It's that such a good movie. Movie is so like I. Like, Did you watch? You watched the extended cut? I might have. I don't. It was no. It you was, probably didn't. It was years ago. I don't remember. But you probably didn't. You probably didn't. Well, even if I didn't, either way, I I should have a desire to. If I didn't. 
just like I happened to watch what was it? Uh, the Rambo extended cut is on Prime. The Rambo oh, yeah. Last Blood. It's not even on home video, but it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and that movie's well, I like the movie anyways. Uh, but it's it's good. It's really brutal. Really brutal. Rambo. Go John Rambo. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh you know, Batman versus Superman as a movie to me Tim, not I'm, one I'm of gonna... the finest things to happen recently. <laughs> I hang up if I have to. Let me see here. Don't, don't, don't talk smack, please. <laughs> it's uh, it, it might be better. It might be better than most uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, oh, I can't believe I just said that. What? Oh no, he's not. What? No, I didn't say anything. What are you talking about? Hans Zimmer's so much better. I'm really yeah. into Hans Zimmer lately. Than all the other people who I don't even I can't really say who if I like Hans Zimmer or if I like the Ghost Riders to be honest. But oh no, that, that's that's half the reason I say that he's overrated is because I mean the Ghost. No, he had there are good pieces of music attached to his name. I'm saying he as a person is overrated. The Ghost Riders wish... are largely talented. I wish I knew every piece that he didn't write. That's most of them. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, just saying. All right, I think we're good now. Like we're we're just we're just talking at this point. Um, so we next week we'll have uh supposedly the best that like somebody who I forget who now, but somebody who works on the Clone Wars said that this coming episode, uh, this is being released this Friday the twenty fourth, um, is going to be the best of the Clone Wars. I think we the best lit. They yeah. were in charge. They were in charge of lighting and uh, all that. Wait, hold on. I'm going to find it. No, okay. So, um, Clone Wars lighting and FX supervisor tweeted, uh, five days until the best Clone Wars episode you've ever seen. Feel free to hold me to that. But does he mean the best lit, or does he mean the best in general? He just says, the best Clone Wars episode you've ever seen. All right. I'm going to hold him to it. I'm going to fight him. So, we'll have that to discuss next week. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it's going to be good, regardless. Uh, so that'll be fun and we'll talk about that and we'll talk about anything else that transpires between now and then I almost forgot I just want to give a quick mention that the Cassian Andor series has new actors associated with it and they include I only remember one of the two and it is uh, oh Stone yeah Stone yep. he is now associated with that project so that's pretty cool I'm always happy to have him involved with anything Star Wars because he's he's like as far as I'm concerned a fantastic actor who's welcome to participate wherever he wants Anybody anybody who's not familiar with him, you would know him from the uh, MCU at this point. He was in the Avengers movies and Thor as well. I agree. So I just want to throw that in there. Almost forgot. Uh, But all right. So yeah, we'll be back next time. And uh, let us know again if you would prefer the movies to be one through nine or the trilogy release date order. All right. Everybody can continue to stay safe. Be healthy. And we'll be back next time. Bye, everybody.